Chapter 8 of The Ladder of Rickety Rungs. This is a LibriVox recording. All the LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Ladder of Rickety Rungs by T.C. O'Donnell. Chapter 8 the Cove of the Seven Swans. Where shall we go? asked Snuggle, as she set off with the rest of the children. To the Cove of the Seven Swans, said Dora. And at that, all the other Blink children cried, Yes, to the Cove of the Seven Swans. Only Blick said to the Cove of the Seven Swans, for Blick talked that way. And to the cove they went, chattering and laughing like the blackbirds that they saw along the way. The cove is a quiet spot where the sea of Glar comes up into the land away, with tall trees about, and rocks that the roses nod over. The water is clear, clearer even than glass, and it ought to be, I suppose, because the sand is so yellow and clean and smooth that it is like a soft, beautiful carpet of gold for walking over. And if the water was clear, it was also good for swimming. Wandil could float on his back in it, a thing he could never do at home, and he could swim. Why, he could swim more ways than he had ever heard about, and I think he had heard about them all. Even Sue could swim, though she spent most of her time looking at the seven swans for how graceful they were. If I could only swim like a swan, she said to Snuggle. Only they're not swans at all, Snuggle replied. They're here to watch the grotto of where the night things go. For somewhere in the cove, is a grotto where all the night is kept when it is day. Once on a time, all the day and night could come and go as they wished, and sometimes, just when you thought it was going to be day, it would become night. And if it took you a time to get lamps and things lit, just then it would turn day again. Anyhow, Snuggle added, that is the way Papa told it to me. In the land of dusk it was pretty bad, because it was hardly ever dusk, and I suppose you can't have a land of dusk without having quite a bit of duskness. It wasn't much better in the land of Nod, because if there is one thing the Nod people like, it is to climb up the ladder of rickety rungs to the moon. But often it was this way, that it would turn night, and the moon would rise up behind the mountain of Glimp, and get half the Nod people started toward the mountain top, only to have the night go away, and the moon along with it. So Papa and the King of the Dusk Folk wondered what they could do to give the night more regular habits, and the Dusk Folk King said to get up an army and drive it away. But Papa said that night was a good thing to have if it would come at the right time. 
I have the idea, Papa said. In Nodland, we have a grotto that leads off the Sea of Glar, and we will keep the night shut up in the grotto during the daytime, and let it out when it comes sundown. Yes, said the Dusk Folk King. A lot of trouble for all the good it will do you. But they had little enough trouble, except from some of the stars. There were seven of them. All of the night clouds and the moon and the stars and the owl stayed by during the daytime, and most of the stars, only these seven. They needn't think they can keep us shut up in the place, they would say to the other night things, so that it was not long before the moon and things would come out right in the middle of the day. They were that restless from what the stars told them. The Dusk Folk King came to Papa about it, and the two of them talked again about the matter for a long time. And Papa said, It will be this way, then. Every morning, when the day breaks and night comes to the grotto, the seven stars must do guard at the entrance to the grotto, and so that they may not fly away and spoil the day, they shall be changed into seven swans for the day, and watch that none of the night things come out until it is evening. There were seven of the stars, and Papa gave them a place in the night sky where they must stay until day comes, just as they must stay in one place at the grotto door, and so they came to call these stars the swan, and you can see them in the sky any night. Don't they ever sleep? asked Sue. No, Snuggle replied. But I sometimes think they get very tired, because lots of times the moon gets out during the day and, oh, there goes some of the night things now. And sure enough, from a spot against the bank, which they could not quite see for some bushes that hung in the way, Black shadows swept away over the surface of the water. They were tiny wisps of night cloud escaping, Snuggle said. But the swans were all aflutter and stood close guard at the grotto, so that no more night got away while the children were there. Could we go into the grotto of where the night things go? asked Wandell. Nobody has been in there, ever said Snuggle. Nobody would dare. End of chapter 8. Recording by David Granville Young.